Hello, sir. Welcome. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I, I'm just, I, I was having difficulties getting in, but I'm doing well. Yeah, this is really laid back. I, I do a really laid back, um, recording here. So, um, I've discovered the easiest sometimes is just to send the direct link and people can get on it that way sometimes. However, the issue with that is, um, the link is not created until I hit the program title. So, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but, but actually, well, I, just, I, was, I just downloaded part being and, and that kind of got me in. Um, I, but it only got in after, well, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I, a lot of things happen. So, I mean, this show is so laid back. Even as we speak now, we were, we were recording. Okay. Uh, I, I try to keep the human element in all of this. Uh, okay. Uh, some, a lot of professional podcasters, they have an editing team or they take time to record and then right. I edit. I'm like this. If I were to meet you in Walmart or a supermarket, we shook up, shook up a conversation up or something. This is mm -hmm. how this podcast has been since day one. I started okay. bringing people on. Because um, the same people that come up here without a face, they used to attach faces to the episode. And I don't do that anymore. But the same people come up here. Um, someone may catch the episode and you'd be on the spot and say, oh, where are you on so-and-so? You never know. But anywho, um, that being said, I'm glad to finally, that we're finally together. Um, and we are having a conversation. You had a very strong profile. And I was almost open to seeing if we could meet up a cup of coffee or something and record in a coffee shop like I did in the early days face-to-face. Because -face. Okay. Uh, I'm here in Cary. I live in Cary. Oh, I'm you're like, in Cary? Yeah, okay. right down the road. Okay. I'm, yeah, you're the I'm first, right down the road from you. I'm in Dar. Yeah, you're the yeah. Um, first local person I've engaged with probably about four years. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, everybody else has been located elsewhere. Cause yeah, I actually started cool. out in Greensboro and I recorded Panera Bread sometimes. Oh, okay. uh, breaking bread yeah, and talking. I, I've, <laughs> never, I've never used, uh, pot bean. Uh, I, I do some podcasting, but pot bean is, is something I never use, but it's interesting. I see how you're doing it. Just bringing people on and just having great conversations, which is, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. I, Thank you. And in this format, actually, um, if there are other individuals came on and they wanted to join the conversation, I can have up to seven, seven, six other people. Okay. And we can mute out different ones or they can engage with the guests directly or myself. It's like a Facebook Live only without the visuals uh, okay. or YouTube without the visuals. Okay. Uh, my eldest son turned me on to Podbean. I was originally on Anchor which Spotify purchased mm -hmm. and he runs his podcast when he does one that is um, listen black through Podbean and it was like that it's easier to monetize a bunch of little things like that and you can do it from your laptop you can do it from your phone all of these things are mobile but with laptop you can actually have a headset and all the other stuff and there's a video version of it if I do, once I get to the point of doing an upgrade on it but anywho that's just technical stuff behind it uh, which helped me to now I have to do an infomercial later talking about Podbean because okay. I'm also an affiliate of Podbean. Um, but this is your time and your story. And after breathing through your bio and everything, and your accomplishments, I thought the title of formal labels no longer apply would be appropriate um, for this conversation because you have had quite a few labels applied to you as far as career. 
your career. <laughs> and so this is your time, sir. And I'm looking to hear you speak. If it's all well, over, um, I'm going to create a link. Link will be created. I will send it to you via email. You can mm -hmm. blast it wherever you want to blast it out at. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You know, I'm, well, my name is James W. Smith. I, mm -hmm. I'm just an ordinary guy. Grad, uh, grew up on a farm in Lewisburg, North Carolina, mm -hmm. in a little place called uh, uh, Moulton, just about 10 miles, a little village outside of Lewisburg. And we always kind of laugh when we talk about it. Because we said when you're entering it, you're leaving it. So that's kind of the. the I can relate. I grew up in a small town of Bellhaven outside of Little Washington, a four stop light. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about there. Yeah, I that, do. That's, that's where I grew up there. I went to school uh, uh, there, finished high school, went off to college, uh, North Carolina Central Law School at uh, North Carolina Central Law School, graduated, started practicing law in, in Lewisburg, moved to Henderson, got into gambling, and uh, messed up, uh, married, lost everything I had, ended up uh, 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 robbing a, a bank. Wow. Living uh, five years in prison, got a 15-year sentence, served five years. Uh, before that, I was, uh, was in, at the mental hospital for three weeks, uh, all that came out of, of confinement and uh, so pulled my life together, went to, back to school, went to seminary, received my uh, Master's of Divinity, a doctor of ministry, I pastored uh, the same church in a little place in Durham County called Bahama, North Carolina, mm -hmm. pastored that church for 33 years. Mm. Uh, just retired in December. Started a podcast probably about four months before I passed. And of course, I just got noticed from one of my platforms today that I just hit a thousand downloads. So I'm, wow. move, I'm moving on. So you're de you're definitely moving on. I haven't been around quite a while. And since I changed platforms, I can't say I've done a thousand downloads. Mm -hmm. For me, it's primarily I hit a lot of different countries. Okay. Well, good. Um, when I when I jumped off of Anchor, I was in about eight countries, rebuilding through Podbean. I'm fluctuating between United States and about four or five countries right now. Once it oh, builds yeah. out. Well, I, I'm in I'm in interviewing people from different countries. I've interviewed people from uh, Great Britain. Uh, Great Britain is the easy place to find people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paris. Uh, Canada. Canada's mm -hmm. yeah, easy place to find people too. <laughs> yeah. So those are those are basic places. Yeah. Well, um, places that I to come on at. Yeah. You know, here now was gaining state momentum in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, that's it. So turn around by, by God and God Himself alone is that I'm having more people of color come on my podcast, and yeah. that's going to make that's a major change in the last few months because I just haven't had that many um, currently. Well, I uh, I won't say currently. It's my home place of mm -hmm. worship. I tie in worship. Okay. Different context depends on who's up here. Once I get a feel for the person there, the spiritual path, and I'll mm -hmm. base my verbiage around that, and still to stay true to myself. Um, my current spiritual lead is Bishop Godby at the River in Durham. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Who's that now? Godby, Bishop Godby, the River Church in Durham. Okay, I hear that. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm not sure know exactly where it is. Yeah, so we're currently on Prospect Street, yet we are getting ready to launch a brand new facility okay. closer to Durham, in another part of Durham in June. Okay. Um, fiance, fiance and I were looking for something that we could actually agree on because we're mm-hmm. kind of both uh, alpha type personalities, okay. even on a spiritual plane. and. We went there for the watch night service this past December, and we haven't looked back since. <laughs> so oh, it's, it's worked out good for us and our personalities and our lifestyle of worship, the approach to God. Um, and Ronald God be saying, y'all. For me to have to say a person that is a small spiritual lead for me takes a lot, not because uh, I don't have faith. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't have time for foolishness and non-chance and people will be in fake. It's just my personal journey. Everybody's story is different. Okay. Uh, some say it could be from church. It's not from church hurt. It's from church. It's from basically from seeing people not being who their true self. So when I saw that part of your your person your profile, I said, "Wow, there's a story that led him to where he's at now, and there's a story of." Not letting who you were in sense of how people may have labeled you or maybe you have labeled yourself mm-hmm. interfere with what God had for you in your longer journey, which led to you being a pastor and retired. But in the early days, I'm pretty sure if I had met you and we came along about the same time, I wouldn't have envisioned you eventually being a spiritual father to a, to a congregation of any kind. <laughs> like you said, well, you did some things. <laughs> Well, that's not that's so unusual. I, you know, I would have expected that too. I, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I, uh, my journey has not been one where I expected people to, uh, just readily accept me, but I wanted to be, uh, very authentic mm-hmm. and being that way up for honest, uh, with where I was and, and who I am now, uh, has gotten me to where I am. And so I'm, I've been very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, one who has, uh, who was disbarred, but yet had so much respect uh, from the bar. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just for 11 years, I came back and uh, only two disbarred uh, lawyers here in North Carolina have been able to sponsor uh, uh, continual legal education for the bar. Wow. Uh, and that's uh Another white lawyer, mm-hmm. Tim Blackburn. I don't know if you heard of him or not, but and myself. Wow. So, and uh, so and I did it for 11 years. Just stopped when COVID came in. Wow. So, uh, you know, but I I've been genuine. You know, uh, they know who who I uh, who I am and, and where I I've been, and then I admit that I messed up. Mm-hmm. You know, gambling got me. You know, became what I thought was compulsive until I wrote my second book and did a self-evaluation. And then I realized that I probably was not a compulsive gambler. You know, I was more afraid of failure. You know, oh, that's a big, that's a big word right there. Yeah, big phrase, actually. Yeah. More afraid to fail. And, you know, I'd been up at the top and all of a sudden now you have lost everything from your gambling and wife you lost. You know, all your properties you lost, 
and uh, you, you do something crazy thinking you can recoup and uh, start over again, but it doesn't happen that way. And so that's what I, that's what really happened to me because I you know I don't gamble now with them, and I don't have urge to. And they say you know once won you always won, and I don't agree with that because mm -mm. I know that that wasn't what I was. But mm -mm. but uh, you know that's that's my story, and I don't you know so I I'm I'm very genuine with what I do. Um, my church family knows that uh, I love them; they love me. And uh, you know that's that's just the way I've been. And I wrote two books. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at your profile. I think you gave in that profile basically copy and paste it, the bullet points of it that will go into the um, actual show uh, information once I log out. We log out of this. Okay. Uh, when when I go live, that's the thing about doing this in the groups more with with another person. This pod being unlike Anchor, the only way to go about it is with a live presentation. Um, in Anchor, I could go in and record and then put it out there. So anybody that this is being circulated out there on Podbean, they could chime in time and catch this. Uh, and that's okay. Uh, it's a different flavor. Actually, I could have shared it through Facebook and Instagram, but I didn't do that tonight. Uh, and there, there are things here. If you see that you want to type something in, a little mm -hmm. box, you can write it in. Uh, but again, this is, like I said, this is really laid back. Okay. I myself have. Well, it's, some, it's something that I might consider. I, 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 I hear of it, but I just never, you know, I've done, I've downloaded well, the app. Well, so looking at it. The so. beautiful thing, I, I didn't plan to talk about Podbean a lot, but this we part of this conversation going. The beautiful thing about Podbean I've discovered is it automatically puts you on Amazon. Okay. okay. I didn't know that until I set it up. Uh, it gives you the option to go to, to place yourself on Amazon. So and then when it has Alexa, can listen to your podcast. Amazon has its fingers in a lot of places, and this is one of those spots. Uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize it as well. I'm like, okay, I'm where? Amazon has podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, they got podcast. Okay, cool. <laughs> but uh, but getting back to getting back to this thing now, um, what is one well, what is one thing you could say to a person such as myself who sees themselves stepping into their calling, as we say in the spiritual world, or stepping mm -hmm. into their purpose, and they a little hesitant because what they see in front of them is beyond what they feel they can accomplish. What would you say that as a, as a word of encouragement to such an individual? They see something, but they feel, well, you know, I'm not qualified. I don't have this. I don't have that. Look at what I've done. What would you say as a word of encouragement to someone that came to you and say, look, I, I want to, but basically. Mm -hmm. Well, you gotta have faith that you can do it. That's number one. Mm -hmm. um, and you gotta, you gotta be able to, uh, get beyond your, your doubts and, uh, uh, just have faith in yourself. Uh, you know, even when I got out, uh, I had to do the same thing. You mm -hmm. know, it was like, I remember 
this just an example. I, I remember applying to seminary, and uh, they I didn't get accepted. Mm. And first thing that wanted to come to your mind is that wow, you know, of all places, you know, you would think you'd get accepted. You understand? Right. Okay, but but you didn't. But I could have given up right then. So one of the things I have to say, you can't give up. You gotta, you know, uh, 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 stay uh, focused. And so the next semester, I applied again. Well, that's then I got uh, accepted. Okay. So suppose I had just say, uh oh, you know, uh, this is it for me. You know, that's the way it would happen. But because I didn't give up, you know, I I, I got in. And of course, uh, that was that. That's that story, mm-hmm. and that's what you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do, you know. And even if you are um, going through something, you know, you gotta just face it head on. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I don't. People, you haven't set shared with me anybody who might be going through something, but if 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 you're sitting back and trying to figure out if you want to step out. I had to do the same thing when I'm doing podcasts. And when mm-hmm. I decided that I was going to to uh, 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 re- retire from the, the pastor, I'd been mm-hmm. there for 33, 33 years. Uh, well, I just didn't want to sit around and not do anything. You know, I just knew right at this point that, that 33 years, that same church, uh, was basically enough. I wanted to give my the congregation a chance to, you know, uh, start anew with fresh, fresh ideas and what mm-hmm. have you. But I didn't want to stay, uh, just not do anything. So I didn't know anything about podcasts. Mm-hmm. Not a thing. I just heard about well, it. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I discovered podcasts through a Facebook ad, uh, right. for Facebook ad advertisement. That's how I discovered podcasts. Oh wow! I heard about it, but but I answered the Facebook ad. Again, it was advertised at the podcast app Anchor, and oh, okay. uh, and, I, and I tried it out. Um, there's a little bit of a backstory to it, though. Um, I am an original Google blogger, so I've okay. been in this arena of reaching people through some type of content since okay. about 2005. Right. I never felt really motivated. The right, I, I never had a proper motivation for a functioning YouTube channel or as the group blogging went its way. And it's still there for some people. Okay. Um, I just kept the writing going because I am a creative. I've been engaged in a lot of things, community service programs throughout when I was in Greensboro now in this area. I've discovered some of my writer friends are here. Um, actually going to one of their programs next Friday. And, Okay. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, my eldest son, this is 2023, so we, fi- wow, this is five years for life is about more than living coming up in September on the okay. podcast. Um, he had knee surgery and was there in Atlanta with him. And we always talked about me telling my story in mm-hmm. a different way. So he's like, Tell your story, Dad, and and it just so happened to come along at the same time as the podcasting platform. Mm-hmm. So I used it. I told my story in episode one. And you think that's raw, boy? Woo! Mm-hmm. I'll go back and listen to that thing, and it's really 
It's got it's hard for anyone to hear my own story, but that's like 138 episodes ago. Some have done a lot more than that. But coming down to and it was entitled "Preconditioned to Fail," and it mm-hmm. still gets a lot of plays because I grew up in an abusive environment in the in a rural town, and at that time period, even like now, there are some things you did not talk about, or if you were in a religious home. You got the thing of Jesus will fix it, as I'll right. say. And in that environment, I released a lot of that. I released a lot of my story in that first episode. Um, currently, my, my my same son now is one of the largest media producers in Atlanta. I said media because though they focus, his company focuses primarily on audio books. He did also works in other arenas of production. So he came here Sunday from Atlanta to record my segment of my upcoming book, um, Split Souls in Transition, which they are producing. If it wasn't my child, I couldn't afford to pay for what's being done hmm. because his company, the company Tidy Up Studios, is a company with an A-listers turn, as he told me. Hmm. It's not just... Uh, Company. He'll, he'll brag about it to other people. I brag more than anyone else does. Or he talks about me one on one, but it's an A-lister company where he's done work from everybody, from people in Hollywood. Um, they produce work for Amazon, of course, Audible. Uh, I'm listening to a book now that uh, this black man did in Atlanta, this black barber produced through his company, um, which I need to get him on my show too. <laughs> Because uh, I told my son we can't send it. I'm like, I'm listening to Bernard's book. And I'm like, wow, he's just so impactful. He talks about an awakening, a southern awakening, mm-hmm. political spectrum. But all oh, said wow. and done, yeah, all said and done, my kids' company is now the final stages of getting my story and the stories, stories of others that I'm telling fictionally through poetry and some commentary. Getting it. Getting out there on a, on a stage I could not do, stage I could, a platform I could not do without him or his company because of the people they have from Amazon to Marvel, they have all these major contracts with producing media of different forms. But I'm just saying that to say that my blessing has came through my child in that context. Okay. Um, and the reason I bring it into our story is that. There's a biblical text, like a lot of biblical texts, but when I'm when I trying to come to my mind, I have no problem bringing it in. I'm going to paraphrase it about how your children will speak for you sometimes. Mm-hmm. And now my child is not only speaking for me, he's allowing my voice to go in places that as a, un, as a relatively unknown writer, I could not go because he has access to these people that I don't have access to. Oh, wow. And yes. again... The way my book is written, it's written in probably at least four different voices. So I cannot pay four or five different narrators <laughs> to be in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, is he, am I going to pay some money for me? Yes, I am. Whatever percentage of the final deal he signs off on for me. But one bring, again, a reason I'm bringing it up is that I saw on your profile you have two children. Mm-hmm. When I've come to appreciate that both of my sons, I have a 30s, they're both in their 30s, the oldest one. The youngest one just graduated a week ago with his master's, master's in music. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned your children in your profile. 
I, as a 60, soon to be 61 year old divorcee who's engaged, ready to marry again, with an amazing person, amazing woman. Uh, I'm now seeing the blessings of my adult children. Okay. And sometimes people, I think, don't always, some I've encountered, not all, but some I've encountered, work primarily, or sometimes a conversation. That's like a conversation between Walmart. I'm that kind of person. My mom was that way. I was like, if you, if you smile at me, we end up talking. <laughs> Just what we're recording it, until we end up talking. Uh, is that our children, my children have been a blessing to me. You don't have to go into detail about that. You can be loose about how you talk about it. In this day and age, where families are being ripped apart, even more so, and we have come to realize that black families in this country have been purposely ripped apart for almost 400 years, mm-hmm. systematically torn apart. What, can, what is one thing as a black father you can say to others out here that may catch this, even if it's bragging your own kids or whatever, what's one thing you can say in the times we're living in, our role has never been more important than it is now? What can oh, you say to that? Well, that's a very, very good question. Um, I think we always need to be the the I I I don't want to say the perfect example, but right. we need to be a good example mm-hmm. uh, for our children because obviously we don't think that they are watching or listening to us, but they are, and uh, you know, and so we need to make certain we set that kind of example. Uh, that's the one thing I, I, I would say, and 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 always uh, be a positive force. I've I've always tried to to encourage. Uh, even my podcast now is about encouraging, inspiring, and transforming. That's mm-hmm. my podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, I've always been into that. Want to encourage, uh, and I uh, hopefully inspire uh, the kids. Uh, and and I you know and one of the other things I let them know you know if you see something and, and you want to go for it you know go for it and don't be afraid to fail you know because and and that's sharing my experience because uh, I thought I was afraid to fail you know because you you can you you know it's always getting up you can get up more than one time you know <laughs> so people say you know. Uh, you always just got one one time, but you can get up, you know, more than one time. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. those are the kind of things that I I like to, to share share with them, and and to just know that you know, don't let your your circumstances be an excuse. You know, uh, you may not uh, have what others have, or you may not feel as if you or can do this uh, because of your circumstance of your background you know don't don't let that be be a hindrance to you so you know these are uh those are some of the things that i wish that i do share and have shared uh you got you got a problem you know you need to confront it deal with it you know and and get it behind you uh if if that's your case if that's your situation Mm -hmm. so those are the type things that i i think you know uh that I have shared and will continue to share with with with, with my kids. All of them are grown, so you know, and they're doing well, so I can't complain. Mm-hmm.
And that, that, in just that thing, what you just said, and just that, uh, other areas where I, like I said, I do a lot more behind the scenes, uh, reading different things. I'm sure you do as well. Others do. Uh, I've seen recently, which is around my place of employment. I work for City of Greensboro in sanitation for, for the time being in search mm-hmm. of a new job, but right now I commute a lot. Okay. I engage with different ages. I'm one of the oldest ones there in my department. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not talking about it on this podcast. Some of them listen to this podcast. Uh, I've been told at least they've listened to their ears got burning as the old folks say, oh, I'm old myself. <laughs> I'm old now myself. <laughs> anyway, uh, until their ears got burning and they couldn't take it no more. Because when I talk about that workplace environment, I come back to another point that I have brought up to other guests in the show. Everyone who's a supervisor is not necessarily a leader. Necessarily a leader. Mm-hmm. What is your take on that? My take is that because you may supervise, you, sh- you should, it shouldn't be, in my opinion, if you want to be a leader, you should continue to develop yourself because a supervisor is not automatically a leader. You think it is, and you're missing something, in my opinion. So what is your take on the, the approach to leadership if you find yourself in a, what some may call a middle management position? I guess in the church world, like you're the lead pastor, and you have your deacons or whoever under you. In the workplace environment, like in my place, there are supervisors and there are people above them, yet I'm accustomed to dealing with leaders in the workplace environment for the most part. Uh, and now I'm dealing with supervisors um, who, like I said, they can listen to this. I really don't care to get offended or not. <laughs> this is my podcast. It's where I can speak freely. <laughs> but when, what, what would you say to someone who is in a position of leadership? How, how would you approach someone who's in a position of leadership and you see they could do better in that position. Uh, mm. I was, I didn't know how you were going to come tonight and what you were going to be talking about. Mm, I saw everything out there. When I, get, I thought the baby, the bath, what it all, I get someone that's got some experiences behind them. Yeah, but, uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I, uh, I, I did a workshop and part of my workshop was on uh, leadership, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially being a pastor and mm-hmm. churches calling Uh, you know, and so, uh, be- because you are a supervisor, doesn't necessarily mean you are a, a good leader, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I think good leaders are also good followers. So if you can't follow, you can't be a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah, I heard something similar. Good point. Yeah. Great point. Thank you. Yeah. And so that, that's, that's number one. And I was trying to find some of my, uh, it's outside in my car because I take, take all my stuff well, with me. Well, I always want to. I'm going to interject something really quick. Once this is over and it goes live, there's a comment box, box there. You can go back and add all the information you want in the comment box. Okay. Anybody. Uh, yeah, I have actually I one guest on who typed in a book. He was, he, I, he recommended for people. Uh, oh, wow. Doing, doing wow. the thing. So. So how, so when you do this, you, you, uh, for instance, what we're saying now, all of this is part of your 
a part of a part being your podcast? This will be episode number one thirty eight once I post it. Okay. Okay. Um, like I said though, because of the way the app is set up, we're actually doing it live. Uh I do it through my phone. Excuse okay. me. I do it through my phone and the app itself versus a laptop. Uh because I'm just more comfortable with the phone. <laughs> uh, but I use my laptop to look at I was, I was I was getting ready to try to download it on my uh, desktop, but it wouldn't let me download No, it. when you're doing your desktop, you just have to, it's better just to do the website, paulbean.com. Yeah. That's why I do on my laptop. I don't even do the app. I just do the website. Uh, it's like now if I did, if I turned on the web, if I logged into the account on the website, there would be uh-huh. an echo because both will be going simultaneously. Oh, I got you. Okay. Or, or feedback or something like that. Or okay. one will be in time delay. So, uh, but yeah, on, in a, on laptop, desktop, just go to the website. That's why I sent the email saying just, do the website. You want the web no app. The website's easy to get into. I can I can link up to you either way. Um, yeah, the website's just easier. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, there were but so back, so, so uh, once you once uh this is done, then you will uh send a link. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll send you the show link. Okay. Or you can okay. go or you can go into podbean.com. To, to life is about more than living and get it yourself. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, it takes me about anywhere from two to five minutes. Okay. Because it uploads right. through the phone and okay. it stores it for me sharing without at my convenience. Uh, and then I'm gonna get up here and I'll do a Facebook reel talking about it. Uh, uh-huh. There have been times past I would do a reel before. I'll do a reel after today. Okay. And then it'll reach my 3,000 Facebook followers. Okay. Then I'll, by doing it through Instagram, it'll, I do it through Instagram first, and then it'll save it on my phone, and then I'll cross post to, to Facebook and LinkedIn. And I, I put it on LinkedIn for my professional people. Okay. Uh, announcing it over there as, in a video do, format. Do you have Do you have a way of doing ads on your podcast? Uh, Podbean on your uh... yeah, my ads automatically generated by Podbean. I have a, a, what they call a sponsor to generate an ad. So the only ad I personally do is when I give shout outs to about Podbean itself. Once the show goes live uh, in, in in replay, they will be able to put ads throughout it. And I'm currently getting ready to upgrade to where I put Patreon on for donors to give me direct contribution. How do you, how do you edit it? How do you edit? I don't do any editing, so okay. I tell people to come on the show. Bring it used to be natural, unedited. I don't okay. Know. Okay. Yeah. So, I want... so even 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 I'll talk now. Mm-hmm. It just goes just like that. Just uh-huh. like this. Okay. Um, this has been one of my strongest suits in this thing, which I tell say when well, I say I say it again. This will be this is like me going going to Walmart or with a Harris Teeter, and you wave. You know, some of the country folk we give a nod or smile still. And if it's reciprocated and we find ourselves in the checkout line, have a conversation. Mm-hmm. This is a conversation. I get uh, you. And um, I dispense with having stuff like join the conversation with no. I simply create a, create a, a title, mm-hmm. which is there now. And then I'll go in. I'll add other stuff to my Google documents um, before, before I post it. And it's that way. Um, I applaud those who want to edit and do all the other, those other professional things. 
that is great. Well, I, am, uh, um, I think it's, I think it's very raw. I th- I like it. I, yeah, uh, Eric Thomas, I believe. Is it, yeah, uh, I like the way he does his shows. Very raw, direct to the point. He's also on pod. He's on a lot of platforms, like so is Les Brown. And I'm not trying to copy them or be them. I just yeah. like their raw directness, which yeah. is what you get. Unless you're in that environment where you have to be A, B, C, D, like a conference or something. I can understand mm-hmm. that part. Well, okay. But in this space here, this free space. <laughs> free space to have a conversation, make friends, build friends. I've actually got a uh, gentleman in the UK uh, on Instagram. He does a thing called Master Talk. Uh, and on YouTube, teaching people how to speak professionally in a shorter period of time than they would if they went to something like a Toastmasters or something. Okay. And he's reached back out to me again, so he's going to be a repeat guest um, very soon. Uh, so I'll be bringing him back on uh, probably June, July schedule. This is already May. Uh, because I follow him on Instagram, so I've seen how his network has grown, grown. And he's not even 30 years old, yet he has a way of helping people to get comfortable with public speaking. It's so natural, it's crazy. But he's based out of the UK. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring um, him back. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring in June, June and July, because May is already gone, so I'm doing July, June and July scheduling. Um, a couple of my poet friends, um, one who's just, I learned last week, at an event in Greensboro, now resides in this area. I'm gonna bring her on, cause she's like people ask me, what do you do for a living? She mm-hmm. tell, and she said, uh, she said I'm a, I'm a writer. And usually, are you joking now? What do you really do for a living? She said, no, I'm a writer. And she, that's what she does. She's a writer, and she teaches writing classes, and she okay. has books, and she's having her husband launch his first, have his first book signing at an open. An open mic, not open mic, but a re, uh, slam reading poetry reading next week. We're attending in Raleigh. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, Felicia, she and I went, and her husband and I, we go way back to Greensboro, girl, early 2000s on open mics. She's gonna get her degree in writing and all that. So she's living her dream as a professional writer and a female woman in power, empowerment speaker. Uh, but that's just, I can only imagine what the show going to look like when she gets on. <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, um, I, I connected her with my fiance at that event we went to last week. And they are both operating in a similar vein. Um, she, except for my fiance, she works for North Carolina State University. Okay. As, in a nonprofit, here, as I call it. Best way for me to explain it. <laughs> I got you. So, um, yeah, she's one of those who keep, keep money coming in. The university. Um, but uh, through it all, in it all, uh, I just connect people. I connect people. I would love to someday, one day, get with you and we just sit around and have a cup of coffee or something, just have small talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like there's a lot I can learn from you. I'm always interested in learning and growing, uh, as, I should, as we should be, especially oh, yeah. in this arena we operate in. Uh, podcasting and everything. The difference is you retire. I'm still, I'm still at it. <laughs> I'm still at it. Uh, and enjoy, well, and, and enjoy my I'm little grandbaby people when I get a chance. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still working at it. You know, I, I, I don't know what I'm listening to you 
to you on on Podbean and yeah. give him some ideas. Yeah. I'm like, if you don't make it fun, yeah, it's got life is hard enough. If you're working a regular job, it's challenging enough. If you're working with people who are on a position of authority who are learning how to lead or, or have chosen that this is far they're going to go as a leader, as we spoke about briefly, then the choice comes down to whose example you want to imitate. Right. Uh, do you want to be like those who say, I can't, my dreams are too big? Or you want to be like those who say, God has given me a dream. God's not going to give me a dream that he can't see me through. Two different sides of the same coin of dreaming. I, I choose to be on the side that God's given me a dream. But he's not giving me one that he can't see me through. And it's taken me almost 17 years to get to this point. But the people I've met along the way, the people I'm meeting even with you indirectly, are so freaking amazing. Because I'm like, wow, these are my people of color speaking to the world who may not, may not listen to them otherwise. Because we did not wait to get an invitation to the table. We are doing podcasting. We're doing live streaming. We're creating our own table and our voices will not be silenced and our world is trying to silence us. I'm sorry, right. I went my soapbox for a second. <laughs> no, I do not apologize for that because we would not be silent. We cannot afford to be silent. I agree. Um, we cannot go back to what was. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of these people, and that's why my podcast has a little political spin in the topics. Oh, I don't think, and it's just my personal opinion, mm-hmm. a lot of these governmental officials who are trying to orchestrate mischief, mischief by law or formulate wrongs by law, according to one book, Sex and Psalms. Uh, I can't remember that scripture, I know, I'll paraphrase it. Uh, I don't think they're fully aware of the power of our young people, not just the radicalized ones that I call, who want to be on a racial line this way or that way, but those who are out here saying we are different, accept mm-hmm. us as being different. You can judge us through your narrow lens, but we're not, be, we're not gonna be silent. We are black, we are white, we are Indian, we are Native American, we are all different. Ethnicities, persuasions, and for those who choose sexual orientation, and we are here, and your power will not beat us into submission of our freedom to be who we are. I didn't step into my freedom of myself until I was about 44, 45. I found the courage that cost me a 21 year marriage. But mm-hmm. a marriage, but I was. Dying inside, anyway, inside of it, and inside a structured lifestyle of worship. Has it been a long journey? Yes, it has. However, I'm in a place now where I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. and you have empowered me to, to keep going right. <laughs> in the things mm-hmm. you've shared. You, you will empower quite a few others because I've done more lot more guests in the last six weeks. That I did in the last year. Actually, wow. I did three in one week. <laughs> and mm. you, you and I would hiccup, so we didn't get on that. We could have been four. <laughs> mm. Mm. I have never done that before. <laughs> four people, three people in one week. Wow. Uh, it's like, wow. Um, but, but it made a spike in the interest of my shows. 
mm-hmm. because the topics, the titles of the shows have drawn people in. Like this one will draw people in. Former labels no longer apply. Mm-hmm. All the things you talked about, Apostle Gambler, Gambler ex-offender, during your time, all the things you did did not define who you have become. That's true. And with those, well, I put this out there not as a disclaimer. I feel everybody has entitled their own belief system about the mm-hmm. grace of God and the mercy of Jesus Christ Himself. We are here talking because right. your story, you have your story. That's why you arrived here. If my maternal grandmother had her way, I would not be alive to talk to you today. Mm-hmm. This is a woman who reared me and my sister, primary caregiver. If she had had her way, I would not have been alive today. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this is not about my story. I right. do find a way to weave my story in because I think all of us have had a story. Most of my listeners come on have had a story of where they were to where they're at now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I got another lady. I got some more coming, great guests coming up. But anyway, I'm going to wrap this up, James, Pastor mm-hmm. James. Um, I appreciate you coming on board. I appreciate your patience. Oh, no problem. Um, appreciate talking with you. When the people read, those who choose to read the bio information will have access to your book, Deal By Me, A Golden Opportunity Blown. Deal by me, second edition, self-evaluation, come, let us reason together. All that information is there for them, for them to get. Plus, in the comments, you type in the comment box once this is all over. Okay. Um, as well as the links to your YouTube channel is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just above my link, I, I, I add my link more than I should because it's, it's already running, but it's there with my slogan, consistency maintains momentum. My new slogan okay. this year. Uh, so we had been consistent. We wouldn't be where we're at now right. in our prayer life, in our secular life. Mm-hmm. And you being open to talk to me, a stranger, and share what you did for other strangers to benefit. I thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate uh, you. I hope we cross paths at some point when we're out and about. Uh, and thank you again for sharing your journey. No you problem. Blessed, you and your family have a blessed evening. Thank you. May God continue to shine his light upon you. And as a black man to black man, we will not be silent. We will not go away. I agree.